Hi, welcome to Whole Brain Teaching, the podcast. My name is Laura Forehand. We are so happy that you are here today. And um, I just wanted to let you know that I am a Whole Brain Teaching staff member. I teach second grade in Missouri, and I've been using Whole Brain Teaching for about six years. I'm here with my fabulous friend, Rhonda. So Rhonda, introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Rhonda Arlt. I'm a second grade teacher in Kansas, and I'm a Whole Brain Teaching um, staff member as well. And we are so excited to have a guest here today, and that is Miss Stacy Bile. Stacy, yes. tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, yes, I am a fourth grade teacher in Michigan. I'm an executive board member with Whole Brain Teaching, and I've been using Whole Brain Teaching about 10 years. I've lost track recently. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I um, have love whole brain teaching and i'm currently teaching virtually so and that's what we're going to be talking about today is using whole brain teaching virtually so my first question to you stacy is what is working for you oh you know i have to say i was a little worried about how it would work in the virtual world i do have my students live most of the day we have four live sessions so during those live sessions i use almost everything whole brain teaching so i start my day just like i used to where we review the rules so classroom rules work great i have done two tweaks to rule two and three so we say raise your hand or type in the comments for permission to speak or raise your hand or type in the chat for permission to leave your spot or seat because <laughs> sometimes they're not in a seat so <laughs> um but so i did tweak those two but honestly the rest of the world the rules have worked Terrific. They're great. That's how I start my day and that's how I started in person. So the rules are going great. I've been using the starry game, which if you're not familiar with that, coach is talking about the starry game on the whole brain teaching page and the super improver page. You can kind of find that information everywhere. Um, I've been using super improver. My kids recently started super improver the last two weeks. I use the class, so our pattern. So if you're familiar with Whole Brain Teachings Basics, you can find that on the webpage. I use those basics all day long. The class, yes, the mirror words, the direct instruction in small chunks, and then the teach okay has been actually really fun. I was, that was probably the part I was worried about and the part I hear teachers say, well, you can't really do teach okay virtually, but you totally can. Um, the kids teach whatever, and they get to pick every day what they're going to teach, which is hilarious because they get really creative. Like some of them have made Lego creatures to teach. Some of them grab a chip, but uh, what is it? Chinchilla. I have one who teaches his real chinchilla. I usually teach my coffee cup. Um, <laughs> so you just teach whatever. So it's actually, I honestly haven't had anything that I haven't used. Scoreboard honestly has been the thing that's been the most challenging for me but that's mostly because I have to grab it and hold it up. And I, that's my one thing I've struggled with, but there, that's my goal. That's how I'm going to earn my super improver this year. <laughs> yeah. That, that's awesome. Um, so of all those strategies that um, you're using with your students, which one do you feel like it's your students the most engaged or that they really like the best? Oh boy. Um, I would probably say super improver has just continued to be a huge success. They love it. They love leveling up. Um, I was worried about that. And the kids, you know, as, as they do in the classroom, what do we get? And, and we are a PBIS school and my, all of our schools are. So we're expected to tie whatever our positive behaviors to some type of reward. 
Um, it's just how I have to mesh Super Improver and PBIS in my school. And so I came up with like seven things for my kids to pick from if they level up, but they're all either academic or they're community building. So for example, it might be pick three friends and we eat snack together, which is something my kids desperately need. Um, or they get to pick a question for the day that we tack on to, or they get to pick our peace circle starter. So yes, mm -hmm. I use peace circle too. So I just tie the level ups to what I'm already doing in my class. So it's not like trinkets, like, you know, gum or whatever. So it's actually worked out really well. And the kids are super excited to level up and pick, oh, and rock, paper, scissors. That's our other one. So, yep. Awesome. Those sound like cool ideas. What we've talked a lot about um, things that have worked for you. Um, are there things that were easier to implement virtually than you were expecting? Yes. So I, I would say the thing I was probably worried about the most, and it's still um, a journey, is Peace Circle. Mm -hmm. Because when I taught Peace Circle last year, I was in person when we started and then we switched to virtual. So my kids totally knew what to do. They were really good at compliments. They knew each other really well because it was, you know, January, February, March, not August, September. Mm -hmm. So if I had to say something was hard to do, um, it would be Peace Circle. And I, we're getting there. So we've gotten the Peace Circle frame done. We've got that down. We're working on compliments and they know how to give them. They're just not sure how to give them. And then you have to, I have students from three different schools. So they don't all know each other. Mm -hmm. So that's been a little bit of a challenge. So we are also working on who do you pick because we don't do a dice roll as easily. Mm -hmm. So I'm tweaking Peace Circle. I've actually been talking about that on the Whole Brain Teaching virtual page um, on Facebook. So Facebook has a WBT virtual. That's the name of it. If you're listening and want to join, I do Facebook lives on there and I have been breaking down Peace Circle kind of on my journey of how it's going to help other teachers. So that's probably been the most challenging. The kids love it. It's just challenging for me as a teacher to roll it out. We appreciate you doing those Facebook lives. I think it's helping a lot of teachers that are kind of struggling and wanting, you know, how to do things. And I mean, it's like we're all learning on the fly here with this mm -hmm. because we've never done it before. So, mm -hmm. yeah, and I'm glad you talked about um, Peace Circle and how that's how that's working virtually because there's so many of those strategies that we kind of took for granted last year before um, you know COVID hit. So, like, what other adaptations have you had to make to some of the whole brain teaching strategies as you're teaching virtually? So I think one of the other adaptations that I am doing is scoreboard. So on, in my classroom before I had my scoreboard, I had my four sections, right? I don't really have a great way to do that in my virtual class. So I actually just use the scoreboard during certain sections of my day. So I have four live sessions. So I might pick the one where they're kind of sluggish that I've always told teachers with scoreboard, if you're getting started, choose the time your kids are least motivated because that's when you need scoreboard. So I use it then. And then um, that's probably my biggest tweak is I just use my little dry erase board and I, my scoreboard is at home, but like mm -hmm. I just use my small lap size dry erase board for one mm -hmm. section and then we earn a dice roll if they win. So that's kind of how I've adapted scoreboard. The rest of them, I really haven't, you know, Peace Circle, I've obviously 
am adapting, but I would say scoreboard's the other one I've tweaked a little. Um, and it's going fine. So I just mm -hmm. choose different games. Like I might do Starry Game during one live and I might do the scoreboard during another one. So that would probably be a tweak for virtual. Yeah. Okay. Can you imagine teaching virtually without these whole break teaching strategies? No. And I, I'm, so I was telling you before we started that I'm actually kind of overseeing teachers in my district as well as teaching my own class. And it has been like the calls I get, I'm like, okay, this is what you need to do. And so the third or fourth week of Holbrook of um, teaching, I did a seminar for all of our virtual teachers. I'm like, you need to be doing these strategies. And they're like, oh my goodness, it totally changed everything. Because if you don't have strategies to engage the kids and motivate them virtually, it's very difficult. Like I started giving super improver or scoreboard points when kids got onto their live on time because that's a huge issue. Super improver points for turning in your work. That's another huge issue. So super improver to me, I'd be lost without it. And of course, you know, class, yes, mirror words, teach, okay. That's huge for instruction to know they're getting it. It's huge. So no, I cannot imagine. And if the kids had to sit there and listen to me talk, I actually saw one of my former students yesterday and I have his brother right now. And he came up to me and he said, Miss Pyle, you got to help that lady because she talks and talks and talks. <laughs> and he goes, I want to go back to real school if I have to listen to her keep talking and talking and talking. And I said, yep, I understand. <laughs> so I wouldn't want to sit and listen to it either. So even virtually, the more we talk, the more students live. Oh, right? I'm going to be honest. I think in virtual world, the more you talk, you lose twice as many. You're probably <laughs> They have so many easy outs, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, they can roll all over the floor. I mean, there's room to roll. There's room to lounge. There's mm -hmm. pets to play with. <laughs> there's a lot yeah. of distractions in the home that aren't in the classroom. So if you are not keeping them engaged, it's just so much easier for them to divert. So, yeah. 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 So, you know, coach had brought out a lot of strategies when we've, you know, he, he has done so much to, mm -hmm. um, you know, help virtual teachers with this new way of doing things. So, you know, and one of them like was the frame up. I mean, can you talk about some of those? Yes. So, I am actually still working. So when I'm doing my lives on Facebook, I'm still working through that huge list. I think we're up to like 23 or 24. There's a lot. But yes, frame up is one that, of course, we never used frame up in the classroom. Um, but yes, I used it the very first minute. So I used to teach class, yes, the first minute when I was in the in the in person. But in virtual, I taught frame up first, and then I taught class, yes. And frame up is literally just telling the kids if you hung up picture in your on your wall at home, you wouldn't want the person to be way in the background. You'd want them up front and in the frame. And I told them to think of their school picture and what that looks like and how the school picture is really just a little bit below their neck and mostly their head, just to give kids a visual. And then I taught them how to frame up in the frame. And honestly, if I start to see kids laying down or, you know, they do it all right. I just go up, oh, time to frame up. And then I grab the dice or I grab a marker or whatever for scoreboard and they're like, they're ready to go. They totally understand it. And it's such a quick way to get them back. Um, and of course you can do class. Yes. Um, huddle up is another one and huddle up is more like you have something big to tell them and you kind of talk about sports. So that got some of my boys in and I'm like, when you're in a huddle, you're close together. So you come in even closer than the frame up. 
and we mm -hmm. tell the kids to put their hands together and get ready to hear something important. So huddle up and frame up have been great. A lot of what Coach had, the Starry Game is beyond belief. So if you're not familiar with the Starry Game, that is on the WBT virtual file. So if you're on a computer, you can find that easily under the files. Mm -hmm. But Starries is just a quick way to motivate your kids by rolling the dice and telling them they are in stars. It's crazy how magical that was the first week. That's awesome. Some yeah. great strategies. Well, I think we've kind of hit upon everything that um, we wanted to with our virtual um, instructions. Stacey, we want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day to do this podcast with us. Yes. Um, I really would encourage people, if you have not started virtually, you're still in person, you're wondering, what is it going to look like? Things I would recommend are just really teach your kids all the basics so that when you do go virtual, it'll go much easier. So if they already have the basics, you know, WBT basics, class, yes, mirror words, those things. And if they already are in love with the super improver game, it's going to help you a ton. And Peace Circle, start that right now so that it's much easier to do virtually. Once they get to know each other, it'll be much easier. Now, how can people um, get in touch with you? Like if they have questions about virtual learning and they want to get in touch with you or, you know, like you said, there's a WBT virtual website or excuse me, Facebook page yeah. also. So uh, any other places, how can they get in touch with you? Any other places they can find out more information? Absolutely. So if you go to the Whole Brain Teaching page and you hit, I believe it's about us or something like that. My um, picture and my email are right on there. You can email me from the homepage. Uh, otherwise, just, yeah, Stacy Bile. It's, there's an E in Stacy and then BYL at wholebrainteaching.com. And you can email me. I usually get to those. I'm going to be honest, the last few weeks have been a little laggy on my email, but I will get to you within a couple days. But honestly, the easiest way is if you're on that virtual page and you see one of my videos, put a comment there or ask your questions. I check those at night before I do my next one. And then I try to address questions that people have. So WBT virtual. So it's different than our other whole brain teaching pages that have whole brain teaching. So I think some people have had a little trouble finding it, but go ahead and join and we'll try and get you in. That's awesome. I echo Rhonda and we're so thankful that you got to come on the podcast and share your knowledge about teaching virtually because that it's huge right now. And, and there's a lot of teachers out there that need help. And we're thankful that you were able to come on here and help so many teachers out. Oh, well, thank you for having me. It was fun. Good You're to welcome. see you, girl. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we'll be back in person. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I'm, I'm yeah. ready for that. So thank you all for joining us and um, be sure to um, like us, subscribe, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.